One of the biggest hesitations that the people I talk to who are interested in podcasting face is the tech that comes along with podcasting. I am here to tell you that it does not have to be a barrier for you. So today I want to help break down any of those barriers that may be holding you back from podcasting, or maybe it's the hesitation in, is my podcast good? Because even podcasters who have been doing this for a while still feel a sense of imposter syndrome and lack confidence in their podcast based on the technology that they need to consider. So we're going to walk through five considerations for your technology when it comes to podcasting. Hey y'all, welcome to the Clocking In Podcast, the podcast for podcasters, entrepreneurs, and professionals making their way in the working world while building their own personal brand in the podcasting industry. I'm your host, Haley Gaffin, owner of Gaffin Creative, a podcast production company for creative entrepreneurs. If you're a podcaster or even just dreaming about launching your own podcast someday, this show was built to help you merge your love of conversation, education, and business. You can find resources, show notes, and more for the Clocking In podcast at gaffincreative.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Mike Check Society, a community that was built for podcasters who are looking to take their podcast from good to great. Scale your podcasts, improve your processes, and connect with your listeners through our educational trainings, our private members-only community, and our monthly calls. If you're ready to join us, you can head over to micchecksociety.com and enroll today. And you can get $10 off per month with the code podcast. Now let's clock in and get to work. All right, so five technical considerations for podcasting. Let's talk about it. The first one I want you to consider is gear. And we talk quite a bit about gear when it comes to audio quality. We have a whole lesson about it inside of Mic Check Society. But when it comes to your gear, I don't want you to feel like you have to go out and buy the biggest and best equipment that is out there because I don't necessarily think that that is logical when you're starting a podcast. You can start really simple, or if you do have the money to invest, you can invest a little bit of money to get a really solid audio quality. But I always say start with what works best for you. But I want to make an exception here that if your audio quality is not good, you need to invest. So here's what I mean by that. I have podcasters who have been on the go and have recorded something on their phone for me, and the audio quality is solid. But I also have podcasters who have purchased microphones and they don't have good audio quality. And the reason for that is based on your setup. Does your setup offer you a quiet space? Or have you actually tested your gear to see maybe there's a malfunction in the technology? Or maybe your voice just does not work for that particular microphone. And I'm saying this specifically for those lower end microphones, the USB microphones that are out there. So I want you to process through this really quickly with me. One, does your current setup or the setup you plan to use for your podcast offer you quality audio? And the way you're going to do this is to actually record, test it, see how it sounds compared to your favorite podcast. The second thing I want you to consider is why are you buying the gear that you want? Is it because some other person told you that's the best? Have you done your research? Is it because it's cute? 
because there are podcast microphones out there that are cute, but they are not ideal. (laughs) And now once you have your gear kind of figured out and sorted out, I want you to look at where you're recording. Are you recording in your home or in a studio? Do you have a quiet space you can record in? Because that will impact that quality of audio. I don't think that you need to rent a studio or create this like soundproofed room in your home. You can sit at your workstation, at your kitchen table, wherever it is, but you need to test that. Again, let's go back to that testing idea and concept of does the gear I've chosen work? Is the space I'm recording in a good enough setup for me? And then the other thing to consider in where you're recording is does your audio podcast setup allow for you to record comfortably? Because I have seen so many times people who are podcasters who either hold their microphone, which no hate on that. If you enjoy holding your microphone, that's fine. But then they start to shift a lot because their hands get tired. And then that creates additional sound in their podcast. And that's kind of distracting. The other thing to consider is like, are you hunched over? And does that look weird on video? If you plan to use video, make sure that where you're recording is set up for you to succeed because where you're recording can also have a big impact on the quality of your podcast audio, which is a technical consideration that you should be thinking about. Now, the third thing I want to talk about in your five technical considerations is how are you recording? So in addition to where you're at, you have to consider how it's being recorded. What programs are you using? Are you doing it virtually? Are you doing it through the internet? Are you recording on a local hard drive? What does that process look like for you? And the reason I bring this up is there are so many tools out there that you could be using, but you may be running into issues with internet connection, whether that's for you or your guests. Maybe you're recording solo podcasts and you're only doing that in GarageBand, but you need videos. What does this look like for you? What do you want out of the out of your podcast at the end of the day for marketing purposes. For example, today I am recording directly into GarageBand. I'm not recording in Riverside. That is on me. I'm still working my way into bringing video into my podcast and getting over that technical hurdle of myself of like, I don't like showing up on video, but I know that's where podcasting is going and I know I need to be there. So I am working on it. It's a consideration I'm having to overcome and a hurdle I'm having to overcome that many of you may also be doing. So tools for that would be Riverside, Squadcast, Zoom. I am also a huge fan of like, use the tool that works for you. I'm a big fan of Riverside. I really, really enjoy it. I like the features it has. I like the, I like that it offers a local upload. So like my audio is uploading on my end. My guest is uploading on their end. Whereas Zoom may have those lags in video, whether it's because of the internet connection of you or your guest. But just because I love Riverside and I recommend it does not mean that every client I have uses it. I actually don't even have half of my clients on Riverside because they are so comfortable in what they're using and it's working for them. So I want to make sure that that is highlighted because not every tool is going to work for every person. So if someone is telling you you're not a true podcaster because you're not using this particular tool, do not worry about that. 
Okay, I'm going to get off that soapbox for a minute and jump back to the point of this conversation and this episode, five technical considerations for a podcaster, and back to how you're recording. Pick a platform that works for you and allows for you to do all the things that you want to do, whether that's Zoom, Riverside, GarageBand. I have some clients that even will record in QuickTime. Whatever works for you, make it happen. Now, the fourth technical consideration to think about is what you're producing in. So if you have not handed off your production to someone else, I want you to think about what tool you want to actually edit your podcast in. And this would be a tool like GarageBand or Audacity or Descript or Logic Pro. Those are the main tools that our team works with and that we use for our clients based on our workflows with each client, the needs of those clients, because I have some clients that I have to put into GarageBand to correct their audio, like whether that's background noise or static. And then I have some that I automatically load into Descript and use that. And I have some that like a team member that I have uses Logic Pro. We base this on the needs of our clients. And so that means that the, your needs may be different than mine. And so you may not want to work in the same tool that I work in when you're doing it yourself. Again, find one that works really well for you. The other thing I want to highlight while we're on this topic of what you're producing in is technology is making it very, very simple for tools to become one-stop shops. And if that works for you, whatever tool you're using, for example, Riverside, I love them. They are making it easier for you to be able to edit your content within the app and within the tool. That does not necessarily mean it's the best option for you. It may not be the most efficient. I will say as someone who has gone in and tested it, it the editing itself is not super intuitive. Like there's a lot that could be updated, but if that works for you, great. But test a few things out. If it is taking you forever to edit in whatever tool you're using, maybe you don't know all the shortcuts. Maybe you need to try a new tool. And then the other thing I want you to consider too is like, does this allow you to adjust your audio? Because like I said, we put different clients into different programs based on the needs of that client. And sometimes that means that you will have to adjust if you don't have the best audio quality for your podcast. Now, if that's the case, go back to step one and two and see if you can correct those things prior to post-production. That's what our team always works on with our clients. It's like, is there something we can do differently in the recording process to make it sound better? Now, the fifth technical consideration for your podcast is where you're hosting. Every platform is a little different. So when I talk about hosting, I'm talking about Acast and Buzzsprout and Libsyn and Anchor and gosh, there's so many out there. There are just so many out there. But when you look at these different tools, you may want to consider what your end goal is. Like, do you need dynamic content? Do you want a platform that offers advertising that you can just request? I want ads on my podcast and they'll put them in. Or do you want one that has a customizable embed form? What does that look like for you? Now, 
If y'all are interested, I've had a couple of people ask me to create and build a resource of a hosting like guidebook. And if that's something you want, please DM me. Let me know because I don't want to make this unless y'all really, really want it because it is something that constantly is changing. So I will have to keep it updated. But if you want a podcast host guidebook, I want to know. Now, the last thing I want to say before we jump out of this episode and wrap up for today is I know a lot of you are going to come to me and say, Haley, I came here to listen to your technical considerations and you told me to do what works best for me, but I just need guidance on getting started. So I want to share my own recommendations for each of these things and why. Okay, first things first is podcast gear. One, if you are doing an interview, you need to be wearing headphones. I don't care what kind of headphones they are. I recommend corded. And the only reason I do is in case you're telling a client or a guest to wear headphones that they are wearing corded because there is a difference in the audio quality from Bluetooth and corded headphones, that microphone in there. If they have their own mic, it doesn't matter. You can absolutely wear them. But wear headphones if you are using the microphone in the headphones wear corded headphones. Second thing in the gear is the microphone I'm using. I personally use a Shure SM58 um, XLR microphone. I love it. Um, there, There is a learning curve to it because you record a little softer than you probably want to, and you have to figure out the settings on your own laptop or computer or whatever you're recording in. The other one that I would recommend if you're like, I don't want to deal with that tech, I want to jump over that hurdle is the Shure MV7X and it's an XLR microphone. It is specific for podcasting. I have a few clients that use it. They love it. So I do recommend that one as well. The audio quality is amazing. Now where you're recording, my recommendation to you is to get into a room that is quiet, less distractions, probably the furthest from the street. So you don't hear trucks driving by, Um, And then the other thing with that is that there's not a big echo in the room. I will add to this that if you are using a high quality microphone, like one of the ones I just mentioned, you don't necessarily have to worry about echo. I'm in a room that has very few things hanging on the walls. There's it's hardwood and there's no echo in my audio because of the microphone I'm using. And I've even recorded one time at my old photography studio where there was zero carpet, zero things on the walls. Like literally I was on a desk and it's the only thing in the room. I had zero audio issues. There was no echo because I was using a quality microphone. Now the next thing is how I record. What programs am I using? What tools am I recording in? And like I said, I use Riverside and I use GarageBand. They're simple. They're intuitive. They are easy to use. And that's what works for me. That would be my recommendation to get started. (laughs) I like as simple as it is. And the reason I usually recommend GarageBand is almost every person, especially in the creative industry, because they use MacBooks already has it on their computer. So that's why I I recommend that. And then Riverside is my favorite of all of the online virtual recording studios. Now, what we're producing in. This one is a little harder because I think it depends on what, how much you're willing to put into recording. Descript is a really great tool for podcasters who are interested in producing their own show. 
and don't really have the knowledge of like an editing system, but Descript would be a really good one. I do want to highlight if you are just going in and cutting out the ums and not listening to it or cutting out filler words, make sure you're re-listening to it because it's not 100% accurate. So I do want to highlight that. Um, And then where you're hosting. If I were to give you one or two recommendations, I host on Acast. I love it. I also think that Buzzsprout is a really great option as well. Those are the two I recommend. I do work in more than that with my clients, but if someone were to come to me and say, I want the best option out there right now, those are the two I recommend. Uh, I think that they work the best for podcasters and have the most options for content. And yeah, so that's what I wanted to share today. Five technical considerations for podcasters and how you can overcome them. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. And if you love this episode, I am trying to grow this podcast audience. If you know people that may be interested in starting a podcast, may be interested in just like exploring the idea of it, would you share this podcast episode or just the podcast itself with them? Feel free to share it to your Instagram stories today. Tag me, let me know that you listened and I would be so appreciative of it. All right, friends, one more little housekeeping thing before we wrap up, you may notice that we are going to every other week episodes. We started phasing into that a couple of weeks ago and we're doing it for the summer. I've seen this work really well with my clients and I even experimented with it last fall. But as we are going into the summer months and it's so nice outside and people are going on vacations, I just want you to know that we have moved to every other week. We will be back probably in August with weekly episodes, but at least for the time being, you'll hear from us every other week. So until two weeks from now, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to Clocking In with Haley Gaffin. For resources mentioned in today's episode, head to gaffincreative.com. If you're a podcaster looking for a community that will help you improve your podcast, make sure you check out Mic Check Society, our community for podcasters who are looking to take their podcast from good to great. Enroll today at micchecksociety.com and use code podcast for $10 off per month. If you love this episode, I'd be honored if you'd leave me a review in the Apple Podcast app. Until next time, I'm your host, Haley Gaffin, clocking out.